Hey there, brothers and sisters. This is Jeff Johnson. Welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps you to seek the kind of faith that makes Jesus marvel. This podcast, as you know, is based on Hebrews 11.6, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, and it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone that comes to God must not only believe that he exists, but that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So uh, if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that you're a diligent seeker of God and One of the best ways that we learn is through each other. A lot of things that I share, probably most of the things in in this podcast, I've learned from from the Word of God, but um, most often given and shared through other people. And that's just the way God's made us. He's made us to live in community together so we can all kind of eat fruit off each other's trees and feed each other and look out for each other and live together in community because we are his family, we are his sons and daughters, and praise God that that Jesus uh, paid the ultimate price for us to be allowed to be called sons and daughters uh, of the Father God, and to be in the family, and to have Jesus as a big brother. What a remarkable thing uh, that 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 we have! What a remarkable gift that we are going to enjoy throughout all eternity. Our only job now is to just to bring more people in and in, invite people into this. Um, because if, if you're not in the family, um, the future doesn't look so good for you. So we really have to be diligent also about, uh, sharing our faith with, with others, not just believers, but with non-believers so they can, um, escape the wrath that is to come and come on into the family. And, um, today's message that I have for you is kind of, uh, I think this is actually one of the best messages I've done. I'm so excited about it. I'm just praying that I can convey this uh, to you in in a very short, succinct manner. Today's message is entitled, God's Original Purpose for Us. God's Original Purpose for Us. And so many people, um, not only believers, but even even non-believers, people that aren't um, born again, uh, everybody, I think, I would dare say, everybody that's born always um, throughout life starts to think about why am I here? What is my purpose? And I think we can find God's original purpose um, for us very early on in the scriptures. And I'm gonna a lot of a lot of um, preachers out there, and I'm a I'm a layman preacher, and um, I really love to hear so many messages and and uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of um messages that I hear out there the the uh, preacher will give the title of the message and then they'll kind of tease you along but I'm just going to tell you right from the beginning what God's original purpose for us is and God Jesus is the same yesterday today and forevermore so keep in mind that this purpose never changes it it, it it's never changed so I'm going to start us out today in Genesis 1, and uh, this is right at the beginning of the Bible where uh, in the beginning, you know, first, cha- first chapter, first verse of the Bible, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And uh, in Genesis, we see God going through and creating day one, day two, day three, he's creating all the earth and the firmament and all the things that he's designing for man to enjoy. And then on the 
uh, sixth day, before he rested on the seventh, he creates man. Because, of course, he had to get all the things in order uh, and have something for, for us to eat, uh, things for us to do, uh, and have the whole earth set up for us be, before he created us, the pinnacle of his creation. And I'm just going to read this to you in Genesis one twenty six and one twenty seven, And again, this message is God's original purpose for us. And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. So God made man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female, he created them. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, God's original purpose and design for mankind, and that's each and every one of us listening to this, is to be his image bearers. That is a remarkable statement. I'm going to say that again. God's original purpose for us is to be his image bearers. And as we know, um, you know, when Adam, when Adam and Eve fell in the garden and this uh, purpose, if you will, was, was severed, was, was cut off because of their transgression, because of their sin, and, um, and the enemy came in uh, to this world, Satan came in, um, this, this original purpose was marred. But thanks be to the Lord Jesus Christ, who was there right at the beginning, Right at the beginning, when you read here, when it says, let, let us create man in our image, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were there at the beginning of creation. So thanks be to Christ, his purpose was to restore this image, um, that was for us, was for to come and, and to be, um, to, to give his life so that we could be restored to God's original purpose for us, and that is to be an image bearer of God. So I'm just going to jump into these scriptures here and just share a few with you that show this. Um, and I'll try not to comment. I know those of you that know me know that's very hard for me, but I'll do my best, God willing. I'll try not to comment too much and just let the scriptures speak for themselves. So keep in mind the, the image of God. Jesus says right at the beginning of his ministry when he's preaching the Sermon on the Mount, he says this in, in uh, Matthew five fourteen. He says, You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill and cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light to the whole house. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. This is talking about bearing the image of God. Let your light. Jesus gave us his light. We are his light bearers, his image bearers. And this brings glory to God when we simply allow God through Jesus Christ to restore us to the original purpose. To show people, to show this dying world what God is like and to be his image bearers, his light bearers. Let me read it again. Let your light so shine, so shine before men that they may see your good works 
And this brings glory to your Father, which is in heaven. This is remarkable. I'm going to move on from there. John 14. And you guys that know me know that I love John 14, 15, 16, and 17, those chapters. John 14, in verses 12 through 14, says this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that means truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, he shall do greater works than these. Uh, the works that I do, he shall do also, and he shall do greater works than these, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. As his light bearers today, through the power of the, and the presence of the Holy Spirit, we bear the light of Jesus Christ. He died for our sins. He shed his blood for the remission of our sins. He was raised to life on the third day to show that we're justified. And that means just as, just as if I'd never sinned. We're completely forgiven. The resurrection proves it. Just as Jesus said, he was ascended up to heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father. And he sent us the Holy Spirit for every believer in Jesus Christ, the moment you put your faith in Christ, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit's presence in, in you. And through that presence, we bear the image of God. We bear the image of Christ to this world. And we let our light shine and we can do the things. It says here that Jesus did all these things and more through the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. This is a huge responsibility, but it's also something that we can really embrace and enjoy. John 17, 17, Jesus, his final prayer before he goes to the cross, he says to the Father, he's praying to the Father for us. He says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so I am now sending them into the world. That's you and I. And not only for their sakes do I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified through the truth. Neither do I pray for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. That includes us. This wasn't just for the disciples. It's everyone who will have this word passed along to them. And this also includes people that we're going to bring into the fold. Listen to this. 1721, that they all may be one. That means united. All of us united, all believers that they all may be one as thou, Father, are in me and I am in you, that they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that you have sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I'm giving to them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I am in them and you are in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that you sent me, and you have loved them just as you have loved me. Through the Holy Spirit and his presence in our lives, we glorify Jesus Christ. We are his light bearers. This goes back to Genesis 1. The original purpose was for us to be God's image bearers, his light bearers. And now we can do this through Christ. We're restored to that original image. Romans, I'm going to read on. 8.28 and we know that all things work together for the good of those that love God and that are called according to his purpose. What's, the, what's his purpose? What's God's original purpose for us? The title of the message. For whom he did foreknow, in other words, he foreknew who would choose him, 
he also predestinated us to be conformed into the image of his son, that we may be the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus was the first man to be born again, raised from the dead, and all that follow after him, that's all of us, are his brethren. And moreover, who he did predestinate, he called. And those that he called, he justified. Justified never sinned, remember that. And those he justified, he also glorified. He glorified us by giving us the Holy Spirit, his presence in our lives, so we can bear his image, right? Who, what shall we say then to these things, God asks? If God is for us, who could be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? He's given us everything, brothers and sisters, to enjoy. This is amazing. He's given us his very presence to live with us forever. 2 Corinthians, one of my favorite scriptures. And this I'm going to go into and close with how do we go about this? How do we go about learning how to to, to be, restore, be restored, allow ourselves to be restored, allow God to restore us to his original purpose, to bear his image? And 2 Corinthians 3.18 says that we with open faces beholding a glass, that means a mirror, we with open faces beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed from the same image from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. When we look to Jesus and we look to his word, it's like looking in a spiritual mirror and we behold him. It says in the book of James, don't forget when you look in the mirror in God's perfect mirror of liberty, it says in the book of James, don't forget who you are when you walk away from the mirror. We are to bear his image. It's This is so crazy good. It's actually scary too because, you know, my thing is I start to really understand this and walk in it and you have people say things to you uh in in um indicating that they see christ in you and that they um and it's sometimes terrifying i've been paid this kind of compliment and i give this compliment to people who i see christ in. i just say man you just really you just really glorify christ and and you're i just tell them you're a very christ-like person people i meet and that's a big weight to put on somebody because we all make so many mistakes and do so many things wrong that we feel like when we do something wrong that we've misrepresented God, which we have to some degree. But God knew we would do this. As long as we're in these bodies, we're not going to do this perfectly. But we can set perfection as our goal and to try to every day bear his image and his likeness with more and more accuracy, with more and more integrity, and with more and more reliability and this is God's idea for us. This is his original purpose. So he wants to do this. All we have to do is cooperate. And remember, we don't have to do it perfectly. And when we mess up, we have repentance. It's a beautiful gift. We can say, Lord, I blew it today or I just blew it there. God will always restore us when we turn to him in sin, when we when we fall short in sin. And so I just want to close by saying also the best way that you can really... Um, also to, to uh, learn how to, to, to walk in this and to bear God's image is to look at what it says. I've just been sharing the word of God with you and I know you've been encouraged because you, the word will always encourage you. But in Romans 12, I'm gonna wrap up with this, tells us how, how do we do this, right? And God says this in Romans 12, one, I beseech you therefore, brethren, right? 
my fellow brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, right? Just present yourself. That's all you have to do. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Your purpose, the will of God is your purpose. And that is you be transformed into his image through the transforming of the renewing of your mind. We renew When we renew our mind in God's word and start to get in line and get our mind set on what God says about us and what God says is our original purpose, then we can begin to unravel and unwrap and present the mystery of the faith, which is listed in Colossians 1-2-7. And it talks in 1-2-6 and 1-2-7 about the mystery, the mystery, the mystery of this faith. What is this mystery? And then Paul sums it up by saying, the mystery of the faith is this. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. This world needs a lot of hope today. This world needs Jesus. And for the way that God has set this up is for people to see and to know Jesus. They have to see him and know him through through his presence in your life, through the Holy Spirit living in you. The Holy Spirit is here to reveal Jesus to this dying and desperate world. And the Holy Spirit is placed inside believers. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ. It's no longer me living. It's Christ living in me. In this life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of, of the Son of God. But I don't set aside the grace of God for if my right standing could be gained through the law or through my works, then Christ died for nothing. Christ died for you to not only be forgiven of sins, but for you to be restored to your original purpose. And that is to be a light bearer for God, to bear his image on this earth. So I wanna close with that. I just wanna say, just believe these scriptures and look for yourself. You can find dozens and dozens of other scriptures that will show you that God's original intent was you for you to be created in his image and to bear that image on the earth. And one day we're gonna do this in the millennial reign. We're gonna do this forever in eternity. We're gonna be with God. And it says in um, in 1 Corinthians 13, 12, it says, you know, now we know in part, right? We're just learning a little bit of this. Now we know in part, but then we shall know in full, even as we're fully known. And these three things remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. It says in 1 John, when, you know, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we would be called the sons of God. But it does not yet, you know, he hasn't shown yet what is to be revealed, but we, we will see, when we see him face to face, we'll know that we are like him. We're made in his image. This is talking about when we give up this, these fleshly suits that we wear and we're with God and in his presence. We're gonna see his original purpose um, in its full on glory and he's gonna wipe away every tear. 
I want to thank you for listening. This is actually the longest message I've done in this podcast series, but I had so much to share and I hope that it blessed you and I hope that it allows you to see what God's original purpose is for your life. Now go let your light shine today. Amen.